Swamiji, just you said, when you do the meditation in a correct way. So what is the correct way? Okay. <clears throat> you see, people sit down to meditate. When they sit down to meditate, after about a long period of three to four seconds, <laughs> they start to get all these thoughts. And thoughts, it's like they're on a battlefield. Thoughts are firing from the other direction. And they're trying to resist those thoughts. Before even they start to meditate, they're battling. How can it be like this? How can this be like this? I'm here to meditate. I'm here to experience peace. And I'm here to experience thoughtlessness. But I'm getting all these thoughts and I'm feeling more restless. So a lot of people, after about 10 to 15 minutes, will start to go like this, you know. that They feel the urge to move, to scratch or to do something. And when they keep progressing, another 10-15 minutes later, they'll feel lazy. They'll feel like, I have to, you know, I feel sleepy, I feel really relaxed. Oh, what a good meditation this was, you know. Now I can just take it easy. If you feel relaxed after meditation, chances are you have tired yourself out by doing it incorrectly and now you're feeling sleepy. And then, so first I'm talking about the hurdles. And they keep working towards it. They say, well, no more thoughts. And no, which means no more restlessness and no more laziness. And they persist. And when you persist, then comes a third thought, a third hurdle. You get all these images flashing in your mind. At the first stage, what happens, I give this example quite frequently. You are trying to meditate and out of nowhere, a banana comes. In your, it flashes in front of your inner eye. You're trying to meditate. You're visualizing the divine form or meditating on your breath. You're in a different world and out of nowhere a banana comes. And if at that moment you drop the banana, then there is no challenge. You will continue to progress correctly on this path. But what happens, most meditators from a banana, they will end up in a fruit shop a grocery store or something and they will recall an incident where the shop owner gave them a wrong currency note for example or they saw somebody next to them buying arguing with the shopkeeper and from that argument they would recall one of their own arguments one with one of their own loved ones and then emotions of negativity and hatred and uh, restlessness will rise to the brain that you know, why did this person do that to me? And maybe they will think of a, a currency note that the shopkeeper gave them back. They'll end up at the ATM. From the ATM, they'll think of a bad transaction. And they'll think of their bank account. They'll think, oh, I don't have enough money. They'll think, oh, everything's so expensive these days, you know. And the economy is 
in you know shambles and taxes are too high and the government's doing nothing and they'll think of something bad happening in Palestine or Israel or somewhere and before they know 10 minutes are up so most people their thoughts are magnets and they get pulled by their thoughts and they get dragged by their thoughts and they find themselves unable to drop the thoughts because thought unless you know unless you are aware to drop it the moment it arises it's already too late it will become into some form of emotion so they come across the third hurdle where there are images now they are saying look I'm not gonna go after a banana let banana come I'm not gonna pursue that thought banana comes I don't do anything banana will go away but now they are trying to push it's called exertion they are trying to exert mentally and what will happen is random images will keep hitting their minds a banana will go away but an apple will come a sleeper will come an ashram will come, some guru will come, anything could come. A movie will come, you might think of Tom Cruise or Brad Pitt or, or anybody. You'll, all these images will come in front of your mind and you don't want to get rid you don't want those images. But because you are pushing and mind is like an, a toddler, uh, it's like a toddler, it's angry now and you're saying, no, 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 sit and meditate and saying, I'm going to do anything but meditate. That is the time to take it easy, to relax. And when you push at that time, you, then you come across the fourth hurdle. Somehow you get past restlessness, laziness, and images. And then you come across the fourth hurdle, which is thoughts. Now, random thoughts will come to your mind. Somebody said something to you, you will recall that. Conversations will play back in your head. And that's all these form incorrect meditation. So when you are sitting and you are trying to build your concentration, all these are obstacles. If you don't cross them, if you let them boggle you down, then you are not meditating correctly. And you may have sat for two hours, three hours, four hours. You may get up thinking I've meditated, but that is of no use at all. You would gain a lot more by sleeping than meditating incorrectly. So there is concentrative meditation, there is contemplative meditation, and there is witness meditation. And in concentrative, you build your one-pointed concentration, single-pointed concentration. All these hurdles, you become more and more conscious and aware of these hurdles as you try to build your concentration. If you are doing just witness, like spectator, just observing your own thoughts, that can be very relaxing and even enlightening for that matter. But generally what happens, most people are unable to observe their thoughts. Their reactions start to come to the fore. And they don't, they can't hold on to just being neutral, just observing. A fan will come, let it go. Some person will come, let it go. A thought will come, let it go. Drop it, drop it, drop it, drop it. A lot of people are unable to drop it because they lack two things. Alertness and attentiveness. A meditation, a good meditation session requires very good attention. Their attention is directed at their thoughts and not at the object of concentration or the object of meditation. 
So initially, meditation requires a great deal of effort. And as you progress on the path, then it starts to become kind of effortless. You sit down and you go sleep into that meditative state. It doesn't mean you go into slumber. No, you become super conscious. You would hear this dog barking even while you are speaking in the background. So, you would hear somebody's sprinkler going on, you know, and you would hear somebody's phone ringing. You hear everything then. And once you build your attention, then something miraculous happens. Meditation stops being an act, it becomes a state. It becomes a phenomenon. It happens to you then. Automatically. You don't have to meditate. It's no longer a verb. It becomes a noun or an adjective. Sitting still is not meditation. So the correct way to meditate is to sh hold short, lucid, clear, clean, crisp sessions of meditation. You say, I'm only going to sit down for five minutes. And for five minutes, I'm not going to let any thought enter the fortress of my mind. It will enter, but it'll be like the wind. It'll just come and go. It's not going to distract me. Once you build five minutes, you can then also do 25 minutes. And then two hours and 50 minutes. And then 25 hours even 25 days and then super knowledge, super awareness, super consciousness gushes forth like a mountain. It's like you keep boring in earth and you keep going 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 until you hit water. Now that's not the water you want. You have to go a bit deeper. You keep going because there'll be sand, there's going to be dirt, earth, particles. You keep going, you keep going, you keep going, you keep going and then you will hit fresh water. That's the water you want. And that's the stage you want. So when you start to meditate, you will go through many stages. Sometimes, some days you'll feel, oh yeah, I think I've got it figured out. I can meditate. The next day, you will experience the worst meditation of your life. If not, the next half an hour. And then, when you keep progressing with determination, five minutes, I'm only going to sit for five minutes. So the other word I'd use was alertness. When you build your attentiveness, your concentration with attention and <coughs> alertness, alertness is the guard, the watch guard, outside your door. Attentiveness is when somebody has walked in, I'll say, oh, this person, I know this person, please take a seat. Alertness is who's outside, at the door then you are able to watch your thoughts. You see, it all happens so quickly that you don't realize that before a thought emerges, there is a fair bit of time lapse that occurs. It feels like constant, like waterfall, like drops in a waterfall, just falling and it feels like one big fall. But what's happening actually, there are countless drops of water that just dropping one after the other and giving the illusion of a fall. So what happens when 
you meditate with alertness just like you can see a bird that's approaching you from the sky in the sky you see the thought and that is one of the finest states to get to because when you're able to see a thought before it emerges before a banana is hanging right in front of you if you can see a banana coming that banana will go away it will disappear and that is almost like the seventh stage in meditation don't sit for 45 minutes and torture yourself sit for five minutes open your eyes change your posture get up sit down again and then build by doing the wrong things you can't get to the right destination only right practice will make you perfect wrong practice will not make you perfect and only engrave your wrong tendencies only strengthen them in fact